Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My mum, the internet sleuth. I am a 39-year-old woman and I've always had a difficult relationship with my parents. I've had periods of no contact with them. In 2019, my mum ended up in ICU and almost died. She's had major medical issues since then and will continue to have them. I've been doing my best to be a part of their life since 2019. We live within driving distance, but it's a couple of hours away. Mostly, I email my dad and talk to my mum on the phone once a week. About two weeks ago, my mum got upset with me for not giving her more details about my family's activities. I was driving and talking to her and she started asking for details about a 50k my husband was running here's the thing i honestly didn't have the details yes i knew the race was coming up but he and i made plans to sit down and discuss the details after his packet pickup he's active duty in the military and he works long hours we have two teen girls i love my husband and kids so much and do everything i can to keep the household running smoothly and keep track of everything but i have health issues and i do my best but i can only handle so much at once Hence the give me the 50k details when I need them until then good luck with your training Anyway, my mum felt that I lied to her about not knowing the 50k details She went online and looked up the race and threw it in my face that she could find the information And what kind of a wife doesn't know what race her husband is running in? She wanted me to know she could figure out what the race was where it was look at the course maps, etc Even though she had no intention of being at the race to cheer him on She does this kind of stuff a lot. She uses the internet to get information if she feels like i'm not giving her all the information she wants she'll look up the kids school calendars search for information on any company i work for research the kids schools etc she'll do it because she says she wants information to make conversation and that she feels irrelevant in her life i told her i was uncomfortable with the internet searches and intrusion and asked her to stop i told her if she wants to make conversation then she should just talk to us and respect us if there are things people don't want to share she says there's nothing wrong with what she's doing she and my dad say that anything they do is out of love and to view it negatively is unfair to them. She got mad at me and had my dad email me. Without ever talking to me about my side of the story, he sends me an email saying I'm ungrateful for all she did as a mum and that I lied to her for no reason. After I called my sister hysterically crying about how I can't take the drama and blaming anymore, my mum is now saying that I didn't lie but that my dad did nothing wrong. She says I need to stop right fighting with them for an apology. The whole thing is exhausting and it's a repeated pattern with them. I've asked them for time and space to get over this. They say that my mum is going to die someday and is in poor health. And I'm a jerk for not just moving on. Look, I get it. On the one hand, obviously your mum wants to know more about what's going on in your life. But there's a way to do that, right? And it's definitely not by searching online and being just like some weird online predator 
getting information that you yourself don't even have about your family. And also, if you're going to get that information and then just accuse your daughter of lying, what's the point in that conversation anyway? Like, who's going to get any enjoyment out of that? I think the weird thing is, is that your parents seem to think that you owe them all the information that you have about your entire family. That's not really how it works. Like, you get to choose what you share, surely. I reckon in future, don't tell her anything anymore. Just say, if you want to know, look it up on the internet. Simple as that. Entitled child destroys my property and threatens to evict me with their entitled mother. For context, my childhood was spent growing up in Dubai in a villa compound, which is basically like a mini gated community of 16 odd villa homes that each have a private back garden that then converges in a large shared space with a pool, social area, foliage, etc. Now, as a result of this, everyone got to know their neighbors very well due to the shared social space. And as most homes had kids, we'd all play together in the pool. Now, there was a particular family with two very entitled children who we shall call Anna and Francis, who must have been about nine. These little turds were well known for causing trouble in the community and generally being extremely entitled. One story that sticks out to me is the following, which I hope you enjoy. One afternoon, my younger brother runs into our house, having been playing in a group with some other kids and Anna and Francis, very frustrated. He announces to me that Anna and Francis are currently in our private back garden, ripping the heads off of our flowers. I, of course, go outside to find the two gremlins ripping apart plants and kicking our hedges in whilst being supervised by their nanny, who spoke very little English. What do you think you're doing? I say. Anna replies. F you, we can do what we want. Stop that and get out of our garden. The nanny just stood there with a vacant expression on her face. So I walk up to her as the kids continue to destroy our garden. Excuse me, aren't you going to do something? No, they do what they want till dinner. This is our garden. Can you make them leave, please? This time, no response besides vacant blinking. So naturally, my younger brother and I turn to the gremlins and very firmly tell them, stop and get out now and start to usher them towards the exits. This is when Anna drops some big threats. My mother owns this whole compound. We own your house, you butthole. They had colorful language for children their age. She really doesn't. Now get out. We own your house. We can break anything we want. We can do anything we want. We'll get you kicked out. At this point, we've pushed them out, followed meekly by their nanny and locked the garden gates. On the other side, they hurl obscenities and eventually run off to find their entitled mother. I'm told by my own mum that she had a heated conversation with their entitled mum, who in fact did not own the compound, nor our house, but was very displeased that her children's fun was interrupted by my brother and I. Apparently, we have no right to upset or interfere in matters involving my children, and we would do well to keep your business to yourselves or the landlord will be called. Suffice to say, my mum was not having any of it and asked politely that her children don't invite themselves into our garden and don't destroy our property, which was in fact grounds to involve the landlord the woman left in a huff and we didn't hear from them for a couple of weeks thankfully but it wouldn't be long before we cross paths with their bs again now thankfully op has posted some more stories about this entitled family and the rest of today's episode will be made up of not one not two but three more posts just made in the past couple of days all about these guys Let's get right into the next one. Entitled child and entitled mother demand birthday presents and the entitled mum thinks she's a queen. This series is now being called Tales from the Compound. A few weeks passed since our last unpleasant brush with this family. So we were perhaps a little taken aback to discover a birthday party invitation on our front door one summer morning. It was graciously inviting my sister and my brother to Francis's 10th birthday to be held in his back garden and in the compound shared social space. Suffice to say, my siblings would have sooner taken an hour long nap at the bottom of the swimming pool than accept this invitation. So the big day rolls around and from our back porch, we can see that a massive inflatable bouncy castle was now uncomfortably nestled in the social area between the trees. Bunting and confetti littered the pool area and no less than 60 children were running wild, screaming with delights. But then a particularly peculiar sight presented itself. 
a true spectacle the spectacle in question was the entitled mother dressed in an extravagant gown on the upper balcony of her house calling the children forth to then begin to shower them with sweets and candy like a mardi gras queen throwing beads to the public atop a parade float the children all cheer as bowl after bowl of candy is thrown from above and by this point my family and i have seen enough and go inside The cheers and screams seemed to die down by around five that evening. It was clear the party was drawing to a close. So you can imagine my surprise to be disturbed from my Yogscast Tech at Minecraft video by Francis's egregious knocking on my back door. Can I help you? I don't want to talk to you. Where are your siblings? They're busy right now. How was your birthday party? Well, get me my presents then. Your presents? Yes, the one from your brother and the one from your sister. He begins to try and step into my doorway to find his presents, but I stop him. They haven't got you anything as they didn't go to your party. They were invited, therefore I want my freaking presents. Francis screams for his nanny at the top of his lungs, who quickly appears with arms full of his previous gifts. Bring me their presents and then put all of these in my room. She meekly nods and attempts to walk through my doorway too. I once again have to stop her. She doesn't say anything in response to this and simply awkwardly stands there. At this point, I shut the door and wish him a happy birthday, assuming this would be the end of the matter. The next day, my siblings and I were enjoying the swimming pool when the looming shadow of this gremlin interrupted us once again. You owe me presents. We didn't come to your party. Francis then says to my siblings, I'm going to need my birthday presents and an apology present from each of you. I genuinely couldn't help but laugh at the ridiculousness of this, and it seemed to enrage him further, considering the seriousness written across his face. So, of course, it's time to get the queen herself involved, the entitled mother. After rushing off in a huff, Francis returns with her, and she seems even less happy to see us than we are to see her. What have you all done to upset my child this time? He's demanding gifts from us that we don't have. Well, why not? Because we don't. It's his birthday. I'm aware. She starts to speak slower and more enunciated as if I'm the slow one and not quite getting the obvious. On a birthday, you give presents. Yeah, we understand how birthdays work. Good. Then you should understand why my baby is upset. She proceeded to stand there with her hands on her hips expectingly, as if we were meant to get out of the pool and present her son with gifts that second. We of course did no such thing and continued with our swimming lesson, leaving her there on the edge of the pool, red-faced and irked. I'll tell you what, wouldn't it be great if that was how it worked? Even if you just got an invite to someone's birthday party and you didn't go, you couldn't go, you didn't even know them, you said let's get them a present. Because wow, the amount of invites I'd send, I would be doing very well for myself. But there we go, that is part two in the Tales from the Compound series. Let's move straight in to part three. Entitled child punches my head, shoots paintballs into my property, whilst the entitled father tells me off and revs his Ferrari at 5am. So today, I'm not going to be talking about Anna, Francis and their entitled mother. Instead, it's time to talk about another family, my next door neighbours, and more specifically, an entitled father and his 10-year-old son, who we'll call Simon. I honestly chose to interact with my neighbours as little as possible. So this post is more of a collection of mini stories of them that I've compiled to paint you guys a full picture of their entitledness I grew up next to a mosque and some might find the muezzin singing a call to prayer every morning and every night through a loudspeaker to be bothersome or disturbing to their sleep pattern I however quite enjoyed listening to her But what I didn't enjoy listening to was my neighbor the entitled father revving his black ferrari's engine first thing in the morning and last thing before night this entitled father rarely drove his gorgeous black ferrari but in order to keep the engine turning over and stop sand settling in it every day and night without fail he'd rev the engine as loud as he could for 10 minutes with a fat cigar hanging from his mouth he'd also have a very young assumably very poor teenager cycle over every single evening and clean the car from top to bottom over the course of an hour even when he was away on business. He'd also have his maids and nannies set up his entire back garden social area with pillows, candles, trays of cigars and flowers before it was even light outside 
and we quite literally never saw him use it. But one person we did see use that back garden was Simon. Simon had a paintball gun, and Simon loved to fire off rounds into other people's property. And he loved to make his nannies clean up the paintball mess in his own garden as he cackled maniacally. But the paintballs aren't the worst memory I have of Simon. On his ninth birthday, Simon had a WWE party to which I was invited. And this kid was truly a fanatic. His bouncy castle was WWE themed, the decorations and cake all depicted John Cena and The Undertaker, and his WWE toys littered his garden. About 40 kids were in attendance. The parents smoked and drank, whilst the nannies and maids catered for the children. I only popped round for cake as my own parents suggested it would be polite. And they knew I'd rather smell what The Rock's cooking than spend longer than 10 minutes with Simon. I sort of got my wish, because no sooner than I'd arrived, I was invited to enter the bouncy house for a WWE wrestling match with the birthday boy. He'd beaten every other boy at this party and was keen for a new challenger. And since I was a year older than him, he was certain my defeat would win him the belts. So I entered the ring, hoping there'd be some cake for me at the end of it. This was when I discovered that Simon had no idea what wrestling was as he ran at me and began to punch my head with the ferocity of a feral raccoon. Punch after punch, kick after kick connected with my head and groin for all of five seconds before I pushed him off and he stumbled back and tripped over his own feet on the uneven bouncy surface. This resulted in him bashing his glasses and face on the floor and into his nose and eye area where it looked like it was bruising. Of course, he burst into tears and ran to his entitled father, who he told that I'd punched him in the face and tried to kick in his glasses while he was down when he was simply bouncing on the bouncy castle. I was rightfully so berated by the entitled father for my violent tendencies and the fact that I'd ruined his son's birthday and possibly his face and that I should leave at once without cake. Considering my own parents weren't present, I didn't know any of the kids there and I'd been at the party for maybe two minutes tops, I saw no point in debating and welcomed the opportunity to return to my home for some Minecraft. Well, maybe the most violent post of the Tales from the Compound series so far. Um, yeah, that's not wrestling, my friend. That's just a brutal attack. Now, guys, you might be thinking, okay, is all of this 100% legit? You've got to remember that this is happening in Dubai. Look, I don't want to use any stigmas here or anything, but Dubai and the UAE is full of extremely wealthy people. And obviously, their children are going to be, most of the time, well, not most of the time, but likely, you know, very, very spoiled and very well off. And with that context noted... You can really see how people like Francis exist. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right. And now for the final part in the Tales from the Compound series so far. Entitled child trespasses, demands dinner, and attempts to steal ours. So, one evening, my family and I were enjoying a peaceful dinner on the back porch when we heard the sound of our garden gate's lock being opened. We could make out the silhouette of one Francis speed walking up to the back of our house, followed slowly by the nanny. He sped up to our table before we had the chance to say anything and inquires, What are you eating? My parents were somewhat in shock and considering there were a couple of wine glasses down, found his sudden presence quite amusing. We're just having a roast, Francis, said my dad. How are you? I'm hungry. Well, your nanny is over there. What would you like her to make you? 
Francis eyes the plate of pork sausages beside our roast chicken. I want sausages. Francis goes to greedily snatch our plate, but my dad blocks him and luckily says, Francis, these are pork sausages. Francis was a Muslim, as such was not able to have pork on religious grounds. Francis takes a moment to process this information before quickly adding, beef sausages then, staring at us expectantly as if he were to go fetch him some, even going as far as to wave his hand at us after an awkward silent few seconds. I'm sorry, Francis, we don't have beef sausages. Well, snap. And just like that, like a spectre in the night, he disappeared as quickly as he appeared, back into the night, trailed by his nanny. So there we go. That is the end of the Tales from the Compound series so far. Who knows? There might be more coming up. And if there is, don't you worry. It will be in your inboxes and your sub feeds and whatever, you know, you want to call them immediately. Trust me, I'm on them. Really enjoyed these four stories. Um, the first one was great. The last four, phenomenal. It's pretty amazing. I kind of do want to go back to the UAE to meet people like this and just see what they're really like. So I did go to Qatar before, but I didn't really interact with young entitled children. And that's what I love doing. Can that stay in? Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.